There is a legend about a magic stone that looked like a small pebble, but could turn any metal into gold. That stone was hidden among millions of pebbles that looked alike on a certain beach. According to a legend, a man could tell if a pebble was the real stone because the real stone would feel warm in his hand while other pebbles would feel cold. Once a man sold his belongings and camped on the seashore, next morning, he began testing pebbles. He picked up an ordinary pebble, then threw it in and threw it away because it was cold. Then he picked up another. He threw that away as well. He kept repeating the process for hours and hours. When he felt the pebble that was cold, he threw it into the sea and picked up another. He spent a whole day doing this. He went on and on this way for weeks, picking up a pebble cold and then throwing it into the sea, picking up another pebble. Oh, this is cold. You know what we got to do. Throw it in the sea. One day, eventually, he picked up a pebble which was warm. He threw it into the sea. He picked up a pebble and threw it into the sea again. Suddenly, he realized what he had done. He had developed such a strong habit of throwing every single pebble into the sea that when the magic stone came along, he still threw it away. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we discuss entrepreneurship, faith, marketing, and of course, my favorite, personal development. I am your humble host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks, it just simply means it. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. Today's episode of the show is entitled, How Long Does It Take to Form a Habit? How Long Does It Take to Form a Habit? Out of, this, out of today's show, the three impact secret points that I hope you will achieve will be, why are bad habits difficult to break? The process in breaking bad habits and my favorite, because we all do it. Stop beating yourself up and just live through the process. Stop beating yourself up and live through the process. As always, family, when we have a story that uh, we brought, this story was brought to you by Barry Powell that I read. And I always want to unpack that story because when I was reading it, I was just like, uh, I don't know if the family is going to really feel the what is really being said here um, in a sense because I was I had to read it like two or three times because I was a little confused on the the message that was trying to get clear and then I realized I said you know what the, the true message really in this whole story there's so many different messages that you know once it's like this it's like when I heard Les Brown say this and this is a technique that I use as well is you know, when people say, well, I don't know how to do it. And Les Brown came back with a technique. He said, but what if you did? What would you do? You said, well, if I, you know, maybe I may try. Let's say, for instance, you're putting together uh, a table and you don't have any instructions. OK, but you have a picture. So you're like, OK, man, I really don't know how to put the, the table together. I got all these screws and that's like, but if uh, using Les Brown's 
theory said, well, what if you did know how to put it together? What would you what would you do? OK, well, maybe I may just go. I'll probably go online and see on YouTube and see if anyone's put this particular table together. OK, so that's opening a piece. Of, so so basically what Les Brown was saying in that particular moment was that you have to be willing to open up your mind, because when you start opening up your mind a little more, you'll be able you'll be able to you'll be able to have an opportunity to put your finger on to how to solve the, the problem of what you're you're thinking you, you can't solve. And so what in this story, the reason why I eventually started to fall in love with the story, because it had it, it had a lot of different moving pieces and I missed it the first time when I read it. So like my second read, I was like, oh, I get it. I see what they're saying. See, point number one. Uh, it's an entrepreneur point here. See, as a if you when you go into entrepreneur as you do it full time, I haven't done full time entrepreneur. I was full time entrepreneur for like three or four months, and then I got a call to come back to you know do contract work again as a project manager. So you know I decided to do that. Actually, I think it was actually it was longer than that. So I was like four or five months. Yeah. Um, so I have uh, some experience in from a full time entrepreneur, but I've always been like a part time um, entrepreneurs as far as selling online and, and things of that nature. But what this what this gentleman did was he because of what he believed in so hardly, he went and put everything on the line and to get close to the source, he just sacrificed everything and said, here, I'm taking a risk. And that's what entrepreneurship is, is taking a risk. I call it betting on yourself. You know, when you when you go and you say, well, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just bet on myself and see what happens if it doesn't work out. Hey, OK, I, I know I can go and get a job uh, or whatnot. So he basically took an entrepreneurship mindset and said, I'm about to bet on myself fully. I'm not even going to do this part time. I'm going all in. So that was point number one. Point number two is that he was consistently looking for something that was right in his face. See, a lot of times um, there's there's a, a a saying is, is that hiding in plain sight. A lot of the things that we're looking for is right in our face sometimes and we don't even even realize it. I remember seeing this. Uh, I used to work for the uh, for the church as far as doing security and things like that. And so part of our training was being able to uh, I call it keeping your head on swivel, but that was techniques I developed from the neighborhoods I grew up in and and just life in general. But to have someone really point out what was was a lifestyle for me of always watching and paying attention and keeping always looking around to understand the environment I'm in. It also um, this the training that we went into, they showed a video of. It was I think it was either two cats or something like that playing and some little thing came out of nowhere and grabbed whatever. It was crazy. But basically, the moral of the story is sometimes we get so distracted by and focused on one thing that we we missed. We miss it. We're missing everything else that's going on around you. And sometimes that can be an excellent trait. But sometimes you can miss out because you, you're not paying attention to the whole environment. So they always say if you want to hide something from somebody, put it in a book. So 
that right there is that he was picking up these stones and based on his ideology, his ideology is when the stone stone is warm, I'll know that's what I have. But he got to a point where he got he, he started, which is point number three, creating a habit in which he just I mean, it was just an everyday thing uh, for him. It became a natural uh, routine. And so that's why when I look at I look at my life and when I get ready to start something new, I always say, OK. Um, and I and a lot of this I based off of there's a book by uh, Maxwell. His last name is M.A.L.T.Z. called Psycho Cybernetics. I think I may be saying that right. Uh, but check it out. And he gave a theory about the 21 days. Now, the 21 days was a theory based off of observation. It wasn't a concrete like it takes 21 days. Um, and what I started doing when I started doing research on this particular topic that we're talking about of how long does it take to form a habit? I that's why it's good to do research. You know, I would always tell my daughter when we talk about something, whether it's, a, you know, talk about a Bible verse or whatever, no matter what I'm saying, I always or whoever says, can you don't just take it at face value? Make sure you go and do your homework and say and look it up because I don't mind being corrected or whatnot. But it's the importance of being able to continue to do your homework because I always believed in the myth of the 21 days. Like, oh, yeah, it takes 21 days or, or three weeks. And the reason why I believed in that myth, number one, it made to me, I was like, well, that makes sense. I mean, what, three weeks, you know, um, and and the reason why that three weeks is so important there is because, number one, 21 days, if you really think about it, it's long enough yet it's short enough to make you believe that you can do whatever you the, the habit that you um, have formed. So that's why I, I I was just like when I was researching, I was like, wait a minute. So. Um, he actually Maxwell actually got this. It was really an observation. It wasn't a concrete, you know, some concrete science. He just based it off of the patients that he's seen of where how long it took them to adjust. But see, one of the things that I think we, what is left out when you're, you know, how long it takes to form a new habit, I think we leave out, we don't factor the, the actual person, you know, because everybody is different. When, when I started to want to do the 3 a.m. wake up call, I mean, this has taken me, I mean, months because of the fact of wanting to get up that early. It had nothing to do with what my why was. It had nothing to do with what my how come was. It was the fact that I felt like I wasn't as productive as I wanted to be. So I was like, I still need to I need to take my time and enjoy this process as I'm moving along. So when I went and did further research and I identified that if 21 days wasn't it, what I what I was seeing, um, I, I seen an article, um, I think it was by it was a health uh, psychology research from the University of, of London that talked about. And I think it's Philippine Lally. I'm looking at it right now. And it said it was like 18 days to 254 days for people to actually really create a a true habit. And so that's why I said it goes back to the individual. It, it's sort of like when 
you make a decision that I am going to lose weight and I'm going to lose X amount of pounds. First of all, you already lost. And let me tell you why you've already lost. You lost because you focused on the outcome of I want to lose 10 to 20 pounds or whatever that pounds is instead of turning it into a lifestyle. And that's where I think a habit has to be a lifestyle. It can't be a a a moment type opportunity. You you get what I'm saying. A moment op- opportunity is is saying, well, I'm going to I'm I'm going to do this today, and then tomorrow you don't do what you said you were going to do, you know, y- yesterday or whatnot. So it's a opportunity for you to really truly take the the chance and turn it into a lifestyle when I decided that I wanted to get in more shape and you know lose weight or or anything like that I turned it into a lifestyle I turned it into something that this is not just a momentary thing it's not something I'm just doing for here and now once I lose the weight then what then I'm you know then it's a possibility I can put it back on because I've you know I did everything possible and I exhausted my energy to achieving this goal so much that boom, now I've achieved it. Now, then it's like, like me, I'm like, what's next? So that's like, even with the 30 days to 3 a.m. See, for me, it's really, I, I'm, I'm going to turn that into a lifestyle, but it is, a, but I understand the process. The process is first, hey, let me focus on uh, setting these many challenges and many goals. Um, so the mini challenge for me was, okay, 30 days. And then after that, okay, 60 days. And then after that, 90 days. And then basically I would just basically keep going. And those, those many, those many challenges really are really setting me up for success because I can create these little mini celebrations. One thing I also have started doing is I started this, I think, uh, actually, was started this week. I've read about it multiple times, and I I read about visualization and the power of that because I was meditating already. But then I said, well, let me add this visualization piece on. If you're not familiar with visualization, I'm gonna give it to you in my context. There's many people that say it a different way, but it's basically visualizing what you want. So just imagine if you started visualizing the habit that you want to create. And by doing this, you are building up the muscles in your mind by saying, "Okay, it sort of it becomes automatic. If you think about it, have you ever thought about the habit of you're going to start your car up and you're going to, you know, uh, put on your seatbelt? It's just a habit, you know, like you just it's like you're automatically wired to do that. But when you first started driving, you weren't like that. If you think about it, you know, for me, when I first started driving up, first of all, I never even, I wasn't even thinking about no seatbelt. I was so, I was so concentrated and focused in making sure that I had my hands at the 10 and two and um, I had all my mirrors checked and I had every, you know, all the things, the basic things that you're supposed to do when you get into a vehicle. But now it's such a habit. I'm already conditioned. First of all, my mirrors need to be already should be uh, situated automatically I'm putting my seatbelt on because of the habit that I that I've uh, formed and so how we get distracted from these habits or the as what I'm calling the lifestyle that we want to build is the pleasure-based piece of things so the pleasure-based things is is that we we obtain 
the habit that we're trying to trying to push towards. And once we get that habit, we lock it in. We tend to celebrate a little bit too much. And then that comes into the picture of like, okay, man, really, how long does it take to really to um, to build a habit? Because, you know, I could be good for 30 days and then bam, you know what? I, I fall off and one day turns into two and two turns into a week and then a month. And the reason why we, you know, the reason, again, in my opinion of why this happens is, is because we get comfortable, we get comfortable with, with, we understand how uncomfortable you have to be when you're forming a habit, because you have to keep in mind, you're doing something that you really know you need to do, but you really don't want to do it. I'll say that again. You're doing something, you're, you're, you're becoming uncomfortable because you're doing something that you need to do, but you really don't want to do that. So what that forces you to do, it forces you to kind of put it off or put it to the side. And that's, that's the thing about it. And, and when you, when you look at it from a, a holistic approach, or I wouldn't even use a holistic, when you just look at it just in general, what is, what, 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 what makes it the dip, what makes the difference of creating a, a new habit versus or I should say of forming a habit and how long it takes versus not. It's about commitment versus interest. You know, we talk about that here at the Impact Secret Podcast show is the importance of being committed versus interested, because when you're committed, it doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter the distractions because you are committed to the actual process of making sure that you follow through when you're interested. It just sounds good. You know, some of my favorite books on around habit is the power of habit and then the atomic habit. So again, check those books out, atomic habit and then the power of of a habit. And it kind of gives you the framework of building building great habits and some of the things, you know, the ups and downs that that you will face uh, along the along the way. As I told you before, you know, one of the one of the things that really helped me, I was noticing that, you know, people would talk about, well, with people who want to who want to um, create great habits for them and and develop those great habits, what they would normally do would be write out their day, write out their day, plan out their day um, a day ahead. Um, or basically the night before. And for me, that didn't really, I didn't really like doing that. I really like doing it the day of because, you know, I'm thinking of all of the things at that moment of what I know I need to get done because it could have changed uh, overnight. So that's another good technique of on your way of forming good habits, because what I don't want you to what, what I don't want to happen, family, is that, again, you guys lock in on a particular day. So I want to, you know, in 21 days or 30 days or 45 days, because I just gave you some some um, research of basically what was saying that was said is that is between 18 to 254 days. But we all we all really know is really based on the person. 
it's up to the person because that person, yeah, they can say it takes 21 days. They can say it takes 30 days, but it's the person to make a, a conscious decision to stop negotiating with themselves because they may be able to knock it out in, in two weeks. They may be able to create a, a, a great forming habit in two weeks or maybe one day or you you can't really. I, I, I still feel even though the science is there based on that science, I still feel that you still can't. It is really based on the person. And that was just like the whole example I gave to you about losing weight. That's why I think these type of things of forming good habits, going back to my foundational point, it has to be an actual lifestyle. So when I did the when I started at 3 a.m., this my process was, OK, I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to exercise. Um, and after exercising, I'm going to do my 15 minutes of reading something motivational. I'm going to uh, create create the show. I'm also going to create the the many stories as far as what I can put on the uh, put on the um, Instagram. So to motivate people on their way to work. Um, in coming home for work. So I wanted to, that was my framework. And I said, these are the things that are priority to me. And I want to accomplish this Monday through Friday. And I, and the reason why I think this is important to me is because I, my end goal is I really truly have a compassion to wanting to help people. What I realize is habit forming and identifying how long it's going to take is really the last dance mentality. You know, I talk a lot about the last dance mentality and that's having a mentality of no matter what I have to do this. This is not this no longer becomes an option because when you get into a state of mind, when you say, you know what? Enough's enough. I told you what my mother would tell me when she said, you know, son, when you get tired of being sick and tired, you will take immediate action. You won't have to think about it. You won't have to, to, to do anything to give you the energy to push you forward because you've had enough. So now it's all in. Now you're willing to time is not. The, the the essence here of saying, well, oh, I'm, you know, for 30 days, I'm going to do this. You've made your mind up and said, right now, we're about to just go ahead and execute and execute and execute. But it's good to set up parameters. But you understand that you have to hold yourself accountable and tell yourself, I will no longer allow myself to get off the hook. I will put myself in a position to be uncomfortable and find ways to make myself uncomfortable. And I didn't understand that at first about being uncomfortable because I was just doing it. And I didn't even realize, you know, it's like somebody telling you um, that, you know, hey, I went and tried some particular meal or, or whatever. And you're like, oh, well, yeah, I've always, yeah, I've ate there before. I've, I always try to do something, try something new because it's, it's just an opportunity to, to get out my comfort zone. And so, for you, family, we have to make sure that we create a lifestyle of forming, uh, forming great habits and allowing the time because this is when you have a lifestyle, as I stated, it's a it's, it's for the rest of your life. It's not a moment. It's an opportunity for you to continue to grow. So when you're forming these new habits, 
don't beat yourself up because I do it and you do it. We all do it when you're obsessed. And so what you have to do is find ways to appreciate that. Hey, you know what? I've really been doing a great job for these past 30 or 60 days. I'm going to I'm going to treat myself to something or create it, create something that you want. Um, I have a I have a wish list of things that when, you know, I set particular uh, goals in place that and I achieve them. These are the these are the things I can choose from that I, I can you know purchase for myself. But I understand this is a lifestyle. And because it's a lifestyle, I know I have to continue to stay commitment because if not the dopamine from the pleasure based of the the wins that I have will allow me to get comfortable and, and become lazy so continue to execute family continue to embrace the lifestyle I know I keep saying that but I want to hammer it home really well to the point of that you know what your focus is and when you are forming your habits because habits can really take you far when you're when you have habits you're so disciplined that when people attack you whether they're close to you or they're not close to you it it doesn't matter because you're so focused on the end goal while they're looking at here and now they're stuck in the present they're stuck in their limiting beliefs so they'll put push those on you that you know you won't be able to do that hat but like why do you know why do you uh why do you stop smoking or why do you stop drinking you ain't gonna be able to do that and I, last and final point family and i'm gonna let you go i kept you guys long enough and i you know I, i'm trying to get shorter on these and every time i say i try to get shorter on these uh on the show i keep i continue to go longer so maybe Hey, who cares? I'm just going to keep I'm my my cuz I love helping people and I just want to see you guys win. So, another thing family, if you have an opportunity to get out the environment that you're in that has assisted you, you hear what I said, assisted you because at the end of the day you got you have the choice to make the decision, but that assisted you on the habit that you want to that that the bad habit that you believe you created. Uh you're going to have to change environments. I I know. I know that that wasn't what you want to hear, but it's true because if you are around, that's why I like being with like-minded people when I'm on a mission for something. When I wanted to, to learn marketing, I got with like-minded people that I can really truly just geek out on and be a nerd on different things around marketing and just the same thing with entrepreneurship. And you still can have those friends, but you know that you need to be more around people that are like minded where it comes to you so you can bounce ideas off of each other. And, you know, as they say, iron sharpens iron. So family, what I want to just tell you as you are working on creating your habits, don't don't give in and don't give up um, because bad habits are something that we all have and if you think of it more of a lifestyle approach versus that you're going to take a, you're going to take care of the habit in this moment you you'll go a lot farther so that way you'll be able to live a full life of how you want to live so again family i am your humble host ed and this has been uh, another impact secret podcast show episode text me at 251 
251-325-5576. Again, 251-325-5576. We'd love to hear from you. Let's chop it up. See what topics you want to hear. What are some personal development, marketing, entrepreneurship, um, ideologies that we could we we can have a discussion about that I can create and you can give me some feedback on. Or hey, if you really like the show, pass it on to other people. Let them know what you're listening to, how you are working on improving yourself so they can become more improved. Uh, so again, share the show. I'm, I'm on all platforms uh, and I appreciate the family that has been showing me, I mean, a lot of love that's been DM me, that has been reaching out to me and just, just telling me they appreciate me because you don't understand to, it takes time to, when I started getting extremely serious about this to put the show together as far as the research, as far as making sure that it's something that people want to talk about and want to learn about. I'm always wanting to learn about habits and I'm still learning um, about habits because I believe habits are one of the is a a component of building a strong foundation in whatever whatever goals that you want to achieve out of life or whatever you want to get out of life. So again, family, you know the model. Make sure you stay committed and not interested because when you're interested, you're only halfway involved and we're not halfway in, involved in anything. We're always committed and I'm out.